the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We've got the one Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not rest or should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Amen. You see, when Paul came to the Corinthians, he was not in the best shape. Physically speaking, he was not in the best shape. Even psychologically speaking, he was not in the best shape. He had been prosecuted, troubled, yet he came to them. And when he came to them, he was not looking for the nobles. He was not looking for the great men, and he was not looking for the rich. In fact, he did not care what their positions were. The only thing he cared about is that they knew Jesus. And he preached the word of God, not with eloquence. He preached the word of God just declaring the testimony of Christ to them. And the power of God was manifested. And God did this. Paul is saying that God did this to show to you that really your faith should not rest. Should not be in the wisdom of men. But in the power of God. That even in your weakness. That even in my weakness. That no matter what the situation is. I am able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what you can ask or think. Amen. God moved mightily at this particular point, not because Paul spoke eloquently, and not because he was very strong, but God moved powerfully because Paul submitted. Because Paul looked up to God. Paul depended on God. Did not depend on himself. Did not depend on what he could do physically. Or what he could think out. Did not depend on his wisdom. And God did it to show to the people also. That their faith should not rest in anything else. Their faith should not rest in their prayer. Their faith should not rest in their intelligence. Their faith should not rest in their being able to fast. Their faith should not rest in anything. Their faith should rest in God. Amen. Our faith rests in God. Not in anything else. Not 
in our eloquence, not in our intelligence, not in our wisdom. Your faith too not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Your faith will begin to rest in the wisdom of men when you begin to think, yes, I can handle that. Oh, that's not too much. Oh, yes, you can figure it out. Oh, yes, I have a lawyer. Oh, yes, I have a doctor. Oh, yes, I have a friend. I have a banker who can loan me some money. Yes, I can handle that. When you begin to think like that, then your faith is in the wisdom of men, not in the power of God. But our faith should rest in the power of God. That though I don't have anything, but God says, do it. I'm going to count on him. I'm going to depend on him. Amen. Though I don't have the strength, but God is asking me to do it. I will depend on him and ask him for strength. Though I don't have the money, and God is asking me to do it, Lord, supply the money. Amen. So our faith should not rest in the thinking of men, in the wisdom of men, you know, in what you can figure out. Our faith should rest in the power of God. Amen. Our faith should rest in Jesus, who is the power of God. Our faith should rest in Jesus, who is the wisdom of God. For he is the power and the wisdom of God, the scripture says. Amen. Paul did not come to them asking or interested in, oh, these people have money. They are well positioned in the city. He did not ask for anything like that. He just preached the word of God and the power of God moved. Amen. So in our place of weakness, we have strength. And that place of weakness is again what? A place of submission. A place of obedience. A place of dependence on God. A place of humility. Amen. Jesus Christ himself cried to the Father three times. Take this from me if it's your will, but let your will be done. Take this from me, but let your will be done. He cried three times. The Lord did not take it away, but he remained in the place of submission. He submitted to the will of God. Though he was crucified through weakness, he lived by the power of God, the scripture says. Though he was crucified through weakness, he lived by the power of God. So, you don't have to exalt yourself. You don't have to fight your way through. You don't have to be combative. You don't have to be aggressive as in fighting or as in being oppositional. As if somebody is trying to take your place. You can do that in submission before the Lord, kneeling before the Lord, and you can resist the devil. Amen. That's the way we do it. We submit ourselves to God. We resist the devil, and he flees from us. Amen. The grace of God is abundant, is plentiful, but we should not waste it. It is free, and we should not waste it either. If we are ignorant of the grace of God, we will waste it. So, because the grace of God is abundant, there is a tendency for us to waste it. We don't want to waste it. Don't waste it because it's abundant. Don't waste it because it's free. And don't be ignorant of it because if you are, then you will end up wasting it. How can we avoid wasting the grace of God? We said the first thing is what? Pray for understanding. How to avoid wasting the grace of God? Pray for understanding. If you don't have understanding, you will waste the grace of God. Whatever it is that you don't value, you deal 
carelessly with it. You leave it anywhere. You don't pay attention to it, so you lose it. We don't want to be like that, so we want to be knowledgeable. We want to have understanding of the grace of God so that we can you know, protect the grace of God in our lives. Another way not to waste the grace of God is to spread it around. Spread it around through giving. Give favor. Give mercy. Give money. Give kindness. Give forgiveness. Give compassion. Give the love of God to somebody. Spread it around. That's the grace of God. The grace of God is in giving forgiveness, giving kindness, giving money, giving compassion, giving the love of God to people. So in order for you not to waste the grace of God, spread it around through giving. Amen? Spread it around through giving. Another way not to waste the grace of God, spread it around through evangelism. We talked about this. 2 Corinthians 6, from verse 1 to 2, say to us, We then, as workers together with God, also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. We plead with you, please don't receive the grace of God in vain. Don't receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, in an acceptable time, I heard you. And in day of salvation, I helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time for somebody else to receive the same grace that you received. Behold, now is the day of salvation for them to be saved. You have been saved. God has heard you. God has helped you. Now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation for somebody else. Go out and spread the gospel. Go out and spread the grace of God. Don't waste the grace. Spread it around through evangelism. My grace is sufficient for you. Don't waste the grace. Spread it around through intercessory prayer. We say that again. Moses prayed for the children of Israel. Jesus prayed for Peter. There are so many examples of this. Don't waste the grace of God. Spread it around through the words of your mouth. Spread it around through the words of your mouth. Ephesians 4.29 says to us, Let no corrupt word, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. But what is good for necessary edification that it may impart grace to the hearers. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. But what is good for necessary edification. What is edification? A big word. Hmm? What is edification? Build up. Building up. For necessary building up. That it may impart grace. That it may minister grace. Old King James says that it may minister grace to the hearers. So don't speak bad language. Don't use curse words. Don't be like the people of the world. Don't be like unbelievers just speaking anything. Even when you don't use curse words, don't just use any words because other people use it. Amen? Let no foul language, corrupt word, proceed out of your mouth. But what is good for Necessary edification. If it's not going to build the person up, don't say it. Amen? But the scripture says, we should speak the truth in love. Speak the truth in love. Even when you are speaking the truth, speak it in love. Amen? Don't just speak it anyhow. Because if you speak it with, with a wrong motive, it's not going to build up. It's not going to edify. It's going to destroy. Whatever it is that you say, say it so that it may impart 
grace. Minister grace to the hearers. So you are all ministers of grace. Amen. You are all ministers of grace. What kind of ministers are you? Ministers of grace. I am a minister of grace. You are a minister of grace. Minister grace to the hearers. Minister grace to the hearers. Give grace to the hearers. For us not to waste the grace of God, let's spread it around through the words of our mouth. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.